Hello, I'm Kiyomi. And I'm Olivia. And this is Marriage Guys, a podcast where on its face we talk about wedding planning, but really we just rattle back and forth like we've already been married for 50 years. Sure do. So how's your week been, Bubba? Or I I, I guess like the last two weeks since our last episode. (laughs) Let's unpack that, shall we? Oh boy, let him have it. So we didn't record last week. Because, as you know, if you live in so-called British Columbia, or if you've just read the news lately, we experienced a heat wave, which shattered high temperature records in Canada. Not just broke records, but for several days, every day, we broke the previous record that was set the day before. It was awful. Um, It got up to 41 degrees in our neighborhood, which, because we're in Vancouver, the Humidex rating made it feel more like 44, and for our out-of-country listeners, we live in the part of Canada that just doesn't experience extreme weather. We live in a warm and coastal city, which means we rarely see snow and our summers are easy, never too hot. So the rest of the country is always laughing at us for our inability to cope with anything that is above 25 or below 2. So yeah, um, it was pretty brutal here. It was so hot we couldn't turn our fans off for five minutes, let alone for an hour to record an episode. But on a more serious note, it was so hot in BC that we have a current running number of 719 deaths directly from the heat wave, to which our stubbed toe of a premier responded with, fatalities are a part of life. A stubbed toe? Stubbed toe. Stale ham sandwich of a man. He's disgusting. (laughs) You really hate him. I really do. But we'll circle back to him. (laughs) Good. Because in addition to the deaths directly related to the heat, we also saw something particularly horrifying in the last week. Um, Lytton, the town that was breaking all the temperature records, no longer exists. Because the heat amplified a forest fire that destroyed 90% of the town. Residents had 15 minutes to grab what they could from their homes and run. Most of them did. Not everybody escaped. Take, Take a beat. Have a sip of water. Thank you. Yes. Um, to be clear, this is not a freak occurrence. This is not a randomly occurring hot summer. Lytton reached temperatures of 49.6 or 121 for American friends. And the next day, wildfires destroyed the village in 20 minutes. 20 minutes? 20 minutes. It took a total of 23 minutes for 90% of this community to burn to the ground. And we know, because scientists have been telling us this for years, that one of the major contributions to forest fires is mass logging. And that canopy growth protects forests from burning. And yet we're still here fighting for them to stop clearing old growth forests, which are protecting those lands from forest fires. And we're out here now, like literally screaming mm-hmm. for our government to actually acknowledge and respect the indigenous lands that they are forcibly using for resource extraction. Mm-hmm. Circle back to Lytton, um, which is an indigenous community inhabited by the Inklapamuk people for 10,000 years. Lytton resident Gorn Murray uh, said it best, I saw recently in an mm-hmm. interview with CBC's The National, and he said, quote, Lytton is a microcosm of climate change. Because we are a small, rural, indigenous, low-income community, and we are at the spear point of climate change. But it's coming for everybody. We are the canary in the coal mine. We had the heat and the chaos, but we weren't prepared. And I don't believe society is prepared. 
We have to, as a society, work together to get ready and to make changes now. Because as we discovered, if you're scrambling at the last minute, you leave people behind. Perfectly said. Are you frustrated and heartbroken with this chain of events? Here's what we're asking. Contact your local representatives. Contact your MPs, your premier, your state governors, who have you. Call them, email them, send a letter. Contact them any way you see fit. Tell them you want a healthy planet for future generations. Tell them to stop putting pipelines through unceded territory. Stop destroying indigenous land. Give us all a fighting chance. And if you're not sure what to say exactly, or maybe you think you'll get flustered or too worked up, (laughs) (laughs) like somebody, um, we've drafted a letter template that you can use to send to your specific representatives. And we'll be putting it up on our Instagram and our Twitter and also link in our bio. And no, it won't be directly addressed to Johnny (laughs) Ho-Ho. No, that's just marriage guys code. (laughs) Um, But yeah, please don't ignore this situation. Please don't treat this like a one-off hot summer because it doesn't stop with Lytton, but it does start with us. (sighs) (laughs) Well, um, there's no good way to transition out of that. So in the tradition of my immaculate and extremely subtle segues, shall we talk about some weddings? Yes. Remember we used to talk about weddings? Remember when this was a wedding podcast? (laughs) been looking forward to doing this episode for a few weeks so without further ado to do boo boop to do boo boop hello uh. ow hello boo boop mm. be sure to open a door just in case you have made a terrible disaster That was not it, but it's okay. Um, as we've talked about the last couple episodes, Hannah Hart and Ella Milanoshenko got married. Yay! For those of you who don't know, um, Hannah and Ella are YouTube slash BuzzFeed slash social media personalities. Hannah is a part of that OG YouTube crew from the early mid 2000s. Um, she's part of, she's part, she is the creator of My Drunk Kitchen, where people will probably know her the best. And part of YouTube's Holy Trinity. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Ella is a former executive producer for BuzzFeed, where she was responsible for helping launch BuzzFeed's Latinx content brand, Pedolike, and the company's first ever scripted video channel, BuzzFeed Violet. Um, she also helped them launch the BuzzFeed Creators Program. They are both incredible advocates for mental health and also queer rights. Part of why it's been so exciting to watch their engagement play out is because Hannah for many, is one of the first pieces of real-world queer representation in our generation. We watched her grow up, we watched her come out, and we watched her evolve into such a powerful queer icon. Mm -hmm. Um, Hannah actually shared a poster story that really encapsulated, I think, what many of us in this sort of our age group queer demographic were thinking. Um, And this is from someone who doesn't know Hannah. This is just a fan. Um, and we'll tag them uh, in our post later, but their handle is at Little Dreams, two M's, and they said, Hannah Hart getting married hits me. I found her before I was out, and she made me feel comfy coming out. My dad used to call her happy drunk gay cooking lady, <laughs> and he loved her, and I loved her. And I came out and got married, 
and now she's married, and it really feels like something came full circle. Not sure just what it is, but thanks for this random slash good feeling. Exactly that. Wasn't sure if I'd get through this without crying. It's still undetermined. <laughs> Felt a lot of feelings about this. Mm-hmm. Hannah is obviously someone we don't know, but for many is a figure in our lives that calmly tells you it gets better. And look, it did. Mm-hmm. So we've been, you know, in a low-key obsessed way. Oh my god. Following all their pre-wedding shenanigans. Um, pouring over every detail like this also included just the months leading up to them being like so we're actually getting married now um i'm just being like are they gonna right. is that a, what you know is it happening is, is it, it happening time? we've been waiting constantly. for years what's going on constantly um but we've obsessed over the big day and have picked out some of our favorite parts to discuss and share and continue to gush over um maybe you find it helpful for your wedding plan or maybe you just find it fun who knows um but let's get into it so um, a little bit of the backstory for mm-hmm. them. Um, Hannah and Ella started dating in 2016, I believe. Okay. And then in 2018, they took a little trip to Hawaii where Hannah asked Ella to marry her. So they got engaged. 2018. Okay. And then they did a little video about their proposal. We're engaged and made it very clear right away that they're not rushing they're not rushing to do this immediately. Some people get engaged, married in like six months, a year, you know, about a year maybe after they get engaged. They're not rushing and they're planning a nice long engagement. They both lead very busy lives with their respective jobs and, and they just, you know, didn't want to make, didn't want it to be more stressful than it needed to be. So they planned a nice long engagement and they planned their wedding for middle of May 2020. <laughs> Good thing they wanted a long engagement. Good thing they wanted one. Um, so, of course, Cut to um, made a video saying that they were canceling their wedding because, obviously, the state of the world in May 2020 was not in a position that they could have the wedding that they wanted. Hmm. And so there was that was a whole thing. And then we waited. And then we waited. And then we waited. And then finally, probably in, like, early April... They started posting mm-hmm. things, not even saying specifically, but started posting little things where you're like, I think they're getting married. I think they're getting married soon. It's going down. They're yelling timber. They're yelling. I do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was like just suddenly a whirlwind of, are they getting married? Oh my God, I think they're getting married. <gasps> they are getting married. And then just like a whole whirlwind of, hey guys, we're getting married. So we're disappearing for, you know, a week because, mm, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to here. Yeah. Um, before we get into their wedding, we've got a drink to enjoy while we talk mm-hmm. in marriage guys fashion. We're making drinks again. <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> Thank God. It's been a it's been a few weeks. Um, in the image of their wedding hashtag, this is the hella good. Woo! Sorry, Ella, but through my drunk kitchen, we know way more about Hannah's tastes and palates, so we've largely made a drink for Hannah. But we've thrown some cinnamon in. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bless um, Hannah, as we know from YouTube, not necessarily from hers, but collaborations with the Holy Trinity. Mm-hmm. We know she likes vodka. She likes vodka. She's a vodka baby and uh, has a spicier palate. So this particular cocktail, the hella good. Do I do it every time? Like, yep. The Satanic. Um, the hella good has an ounce and a half of absolute vodka. The hella good has a half an ounce of Ancho Reyes liqueur. The hella good. 
I'll stop. Um, it's an ounce of lemon juice, three quarters of an ounce of ginger cinnamon syrup, mm. and two dashes of Dylan's chocolate bitters. Yum. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All those ingredients, put them into a cocktail shaker, shaky, shaky, shaky with ice, shaky, 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 um, and you're going to strain that out into a rocks glass over some fresh ice. Mm. Yes. It's so good. It's it's really nice. It's really good. <laughs> it's like just spicy enough. But I think like you say, the, the really ginger kind of gets you more. Right? There's but spice it's... from the entrevas, which is a ancho chili liqueur, but like... Mm-hmm. There's just a tiny bit of it to add heat, but like that spice comes from the ginger, so it's not like yeah. make you sweats heat. Right? It's... You kind of just you feel it in your mouth and go, woo! Exactly. And then it's delicious. Cheers. Cheers. Boop, boop. <laughs> well, I guess that would bring us to our first piece of hella good wedding business. Yes. So, yeah, in case you didn't figure out, their wedding hashtag was hella good wedding. It took me literally the day that we started. <laughs> like scripting together to understand why it was hella good because dear help me dear help me anyhow um hella good wedding business for Lou yes the signature cocktails so they had three signature drinks for the evening that were all named after their pets so they have two cats two hairless cats also Charles and Lady and a new baby puppy Luna they're so cute yes so they have three signature cocktails for the night called the lady the Charles and the Luna the lady was a kumquat raspberry smash comprised of Hendrix gin garmanier and kumquat simple syrup and club soda I'm assuming there were raspberries in there as well Mm. nice and like fruity and refreshing Mm -hmm. um the second cocktail that they had available we appreciate what they did here and that was it was named Charles mm-hmm. after their cat. He's the first one. He's the oldest baby. Um, but they directly reference that it is a classic penicillin cocktail. Yeah. Um, that this is not a Jared's delight. They right? know they're like, what's up? The Charles. A penicillin. Yes. Like, they're telling you, um, if you're not familiar, a penicillin is a modern classic that comprises of blended whiskey, lemon, ginger, fresh ginger times, <laughs> and very peaty, smoky scotch. Yes. And then finally, the Luna is their baby um it's a zero proof offering for the evening it's a blackberry mojito mocktail style drink that is made with muddled blackberries lime juice mint syrup sparkling water fresh items sounds like a good time (laughs) we've waxed poetic a lot about beverages and how it's so important to have availability for whomever is drinking in whatever way so we appreciate that there was a very, very thoughtful zero-proof cocktail available. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I also really appreciated and personally enjoyed <laughs> that their zero-proof cocktail was named after Luna, mentioned was their puppy, that they got, like, I think this year. I think so. So she's the baby of the family, and so the zero-proof for the baby, because she's not old enough to drink yet, <laughs> because she's just a baby. Just a baby. <sighs> yeah, they all seem nice. We should make those. Sounds fun. Um, so their wedding mm-hmm. uh, took place I- at the Holly Farm in Carmel-by-the-Sea in California um, and took place over the course of a three-day weekend, including a welcome dinner, mm-hmm. wedding day festivities, mm-hmm. and a farewell brunch. Um, their official te- theme was California, as they're both from California, and I think largely the Bay Area. I know Hannah for sure is the Bay Area. I'm not positive about Ella, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so an important place for them. 
Um, and they interpreted that by creating a lush and extravagant garden party, essentially celebrating the natural beauty of their home state. Yeah. And it was really incredible, just like the general nature themes that they pulled in to really mm-hmm. tie everything together. Their florist, Yothan, I don't know if I'm saying that I'm not correctly. sure. It's definitely an Irish name. <laughs> yes. Um, they, they, they did a really beautiful job incorporating color and whimsy into the space that like definitely reflected the theme, but is so quintessential of both of them. Mm-hmm. But use, still elegant. Oh, extremely elegant. Oh. They use yeah. long garlands of string carnations, which I love. I also Who's... loved referencing decapitated carnations, which Kiyomi laughed at. I'm like, it's what it's called. I know when you that's cut what they're called. They're decapitated. <laughs> um, but yeah, garlands of strung up carnations and other flowers above their altar and through the space. There was piles of carnations at the foot of their sweetheart table and ranunculus and nasturtiums and foxgloves and delphiniums. And it was just gorgeous, like using all their bouquets and centerpieces. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to be referencing this a lot, but we... Uh most of the information and pictures we're getting was from a an article feature on their wedding from brides.com an article to be clear got a lot from brides.com but also we can uh put a link into that but yeah we just went through both their social media pages any prominent guests we knew and just screenshotted every photo because everything was stunning was like this 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 how much do we talk about before it's too much right do we get a cease and desist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um but it was great but the, the article was great because they got mm. us gave us a few quotes and stuff like that yeah. about so they could tell us about it because they haven't really talked about it yet because you know they just got married right. um, but ella um was describing how they wanted to decorate with the flowers and describe you know describe the desire for the floral decor um the centerpieces were very ikebana inspired mm-hmm. inspired that hannah lived in japan for a while right was a translator yeah i don't know if she's still fluent but like so that's very important. So like if you're not familiar, Ikebana is a style of Japanese like flower arranging mm-hmm. that is less about like the amount of flowers and creating grand structures and more about creating sort of very natural looking structures, mm-hmm. essentially. And that's what they wanted is they wanted it to feel like the florals had just sprung out of the garden themselves and just coexisted amongst the farm versus something that was brought in. Mm-hmm. Um what I, one of the things that I both think we both really liked that we saw uh, was that there was just a river of cherries yes. and oranges throughout the centerpiece, uh, the like as the runners essentially of every mm. table. Um, I thought that was a really sweet and unique touch. It was beautiful. Again, very California. Very. Um, their colors mm. tying into that were I love this combination. They were burnt orange, navy, gold, and like a dark green. Oh yes, it was beautiful. Everything looked like very rich and luxe, but also like very natural and organic, mm-hmm. and it was just gorgeous. Right. I think they described what they wanted for their wedding mm-hmm. with the you know theme being California. Obviously, they wanted it to be a getaway. They wanted it to be a multi day affair. <laughs> outdoors and i really like this an exquisite festivus of food and drink which i think is what they've created it just it feels like stunning it it, will see you'll see in the pictures we'll post them too if you haven't seen any already it just it looks like you've entered another world yes another world within our world it's like this narnia-esque garden party it is so gorgeous very Uh, should we talk about their outfits let's talk about their outfits so so first of all, I just want to acknowledge that for their welcome dinner, they both had wedding outfits as well. Oh my and gosh, yes. Ella had a jumpsuit, which we've actually looked at. So it was like, oh, we yeah. know that outfit. It was like a, I think it was backless. 
like a backless jumpsuit. Yeah, it's like really low back. Yeah, three quarter sleeve with like a lace detail on the top and then a white pant. It mm-hmm. was like a capri. It was gorgeous. Hannah had like a very Hannah outfit. A it was very like, Hannah outfit that both of us would wear on any day. <laughs> like it wasn't. Her outfit was like white and like classy looking, but definitely wasn't like she wasn't trying to be fancy. <laughs> She's trying to look just slick, you know? Right. Yeah. Hannah's a person of comfort. It was like a exactly. How would you describe it? Was like. Not sleeveless, but like a very, very short, like cropped sleeve, white, like oversized button up. Yeah, it was like almost called like cap sleeve. Yes. Essentially. Some big But like not in like a dainty pieces. way. You it know? was outstanding. It was very cool. But their wedding outfits, which we've been like waiting for because Ooh, yes. Hannah and Ella, I think Hannah released a video with brides.com of when they tried on their wedding outfits initially oh, yeah because they they went to kleinfeld's in new york yes. and did the whole like say yes to the dress experience so we've been waiting mm-hmm. to know what their outfits are for uh, years because oh boy right again. should we talk about hannah first or ella first let's talk about hannah first so hannah no let's talk about ella first let's talk about <laughs> ella so i can give you the um written on paper details and then we can get into like the what it really looks like yeah i'd also just like to clarify that we know that apparently this is not the dress she had left with no but kept thinking about it to the point where she called the store again and was like i need to switch oh my god right like left new york having picked this other dress yes. which fair because this is spent a week going oh no and they just called them be like switch the dress switch the dress. it's not it so um Ella described the dress that she ended up wearing for the wedding as a showstopper. Um, it was designed by Haley Page, which is, if you are familiar with any of the wedding planning stuff, is like the it designer amongst Ooh. millennials right now. It's like, has a big Instagram following, is like the big young designer right okay. now that everyone's following. Um, so yeah, so she got a Haley Page showstopper of a gown mm. um paired it with white boots yes paired it with they both wore boots but she paired it with boots um from nasty gal yes um and in rhinestone 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 adorned veil <laughs> can you i don't know i'm you know i'm not ever good right. at describing gowns let's Describe get into this, this gown so ella has oh. a um, I want to call this like a spaghetti strap strap situation um, with a very low neck with a bit of a nude illusion mm-hmm. uh, bodice. And then this skirt that fans out into oh like, God. it looks like feathers, but it's not. It's just like the most elegant, elaborate form of ruffles that fall into this beautiful long train. Right. And I like, I'm looking at a picture where it's like sort of from behind a little bit you can see how the body of the dress is this like sort of one material that's kind of sparkly and has these little like little prints all over it and it just sort of like opens up part way down but at different heights all over the dress into that like yes fluttery feathery tool situation and then this long train that just moved with her all night like she looks like a fairy princess a fairy truly a fairy princess it's incredible especially with like her hair and those like yes. giant beautiful curls mm-hmm. Ugh incredible In- she also had a incredible. flower crown on as did hannah oh for yeah the, like reception part of the party they added flower crowns just for a little bit of fun right. the ceremony it was just like their headpieces and then yeah fun flower crowns exactly very sweet super super sweet 
And then Hannah. Hannah. <gasps> um, so <gasps> if you know Hannah <gasps> too, right? It was like, I think she said was that never envisioned herself in a wedding dress, although did try some on at yes. Kleinfeld's, just mostly as a joke. Um, to say she did it. Right? So Hannah is in a God, it's so good. white satin jumpsuit <gasps> by um, design, designed by uh, Pronovias. Is she okay? Oh, no, that was the chair, right? I think that was the chair. Um, Pronovias that I'm not super familiar with. No, not either. Um, my understanding is that they're a uh, family brand based in Barcelona. Oh, work. Which is really cool. But yeah, they've created this beautiful sil- satin strapless strapless jumpsuit and then she paired it with this like goddamn incredible cape it's because so she needed good. something to yes. like counter the like woof of like Ella's <laughs> exactly train and everything much like our parents concern that my height and adoration for like the fluffy ruffled dresses <laughs> will drown out your tense little body right a genuine concern yeah that my mother has expressed being like i know Olivia's going to look really beautiful in the, in the fluff, but you're just so small. How are you going to stand hey, out too? You're small, but you're mighty. It's true. But to which <laughs> I just joked. I'm like, what if I don't want to stand out? It's my wedding. Don't perceive me. And I just like disappear. Like, what if we do like, skirt? I'm sorry. This is so off base. What if we do like a mother ginger outfit where I have like the giant from the nutcracker oh and I have like goodness. the giant skirt and you just pop out and you're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody let us get married. We are not allowed. <laughs> oh, no. We're kidding, Kathy, I swear. We're, we won't uh. do that. Um, I promise I will have something. Probably kind of like, not necessarily like this. Who knows? But like. Yeah. This is. A cape is something I have also talked about. Yes. Cape is something that I want for you. So from what I can tell, this was a cape that she's maybe made enhancements to where it has. What's mm-hmm. the shoulder piece uh, called? Caplets. Caplets. Golden caplets. They're like gold and like rhinestone crystal, like on the top, kind of like, oh, how I would describe this is almost military. Yes. But like fancy. It's like a fancy military jacket where they've got those big, elegant caps on the top, right above where they, like the shoulder pad would be. And then there's gold fringe that comes down her arm. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, this is like, this is a queer culture royal wedding. Oh my and God. And their outfits are so incredibly fitting. But she's got the, yeah, she has the cape with the caplets and the golden details. Also an accent belt that's like a fairly delicate, mm. I think that's some kind of like crystal detailing. Yeah, very then, goes with the detailing on the shoulders. Exactly. And kind of adding to the like military, like jovial formality of it all, she has a headpiece for the ceremony. Oh my God. It's like kind of like a crown, but there's no like height to it. It's like... Flat to her head, but just adds texture and sparkle. In a, in the, in a really weird way, it's it's not this at all. <laughs> this is really weird, but it's like it's like Julius Caesar and like the oh, crown totally. laurels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not across her forehead; like it's across her head. Head, but that's yes. sort of what it reminds me of. It's stunning. And then she as well added a flower crown for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. That was super super cute. And they looked amazing. They looked incredible. There's photos i don't know if we have a good one to include but there's photos of ella not ella hannah walked up to their altar first Mm -hmm. to what did she walk up to oh i've got this i've got this yes so hannah walked down the aisle with her mom Mm -hmm. to annie song by john denver played by a string quartet sure walked up to the aisle 
And then Ella followed to Here Comes the Bride, but as she walked up, Hannah's just like losing it as she sees Ella and you see her like reaching out like, ah! It was really very sweet. sweet. Wait, the thing we've talked, right? It's the thing we've <laughs> talked about in like previous episodes where a lot of couples are doing away with the first look. Yeah. And they're doing like, or no, they're doing away, they're doing away with the like seeing each other for the first time at the ceremony and they're doing a first look before the wedding mm-hmm. but they decided they wanted to have that experience in front of all their family and friends and it's just like Ella beaming and yeah Hannah just like there's I think video footage that they share too where she's like tiny little fists <laughs> waving and like just gently bopping up and down and like yeah. like can't hold it together is just so excited it's very sweet they looked amazing and yeah. were complimented look at our organic segues today Ooh. by their wedding parties on either side mm-hmm. who were color coordinated in a very good way where i appreciate this like oh going forward for people who are having wedding parties yeah of i think hannah and ella's sides respectively were assigned colors i think hannah was the burnt orange and i don't know what ella's mm. color was am i correct on that no, they just were told burnt or I'm because I just found a photo. Oh, okay. Um, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people in total for their wedding party. Okay. Um, for seven of them are in like burnt orange dresses, and mm-hmm. then two in navy blue suits. Yes. So gorgeous. Redacting my statement before. <laughs> um, wedding party members were told what the color scheme was we're like find an outfit you feel color comfortable in please check it with us first but like we're given that comfortable Mm -hmm. go ahead to like find something you feel good in double check to make sure it fits but yeah like we will like put a little check mark beside your outfit making sure it's appropriate for the style and everything but like Mm -hmm. and they all look great everyone looks incredible they look so good and like a few people that like we you might recognize, like if you are a YouTube person, like Grace Helbig, Mamrie Hart, um, whose outfits are just like stunning, and mm-hmm. so them, yes, so them as well. So yes, everybody looks amazing. Everybody looks comfortable. It just looks like the best party to go to. Right. So they, one of the things they said in this quote here is that that we let our close friends and siblings choose whatever outfits they liked as long as they were the right colors. That way, people could be comfortable with what they were wearing. Yes, which is so important related to that I guess wedding party situation ring bearer flower girl situation they flipped the switch on that first they did not yeah. use children I don't think there were children at the wedding no but they did not use children instead they used each one of their siblings but they flipped the script on it a little bit so instead of a flower girl and a you know ring bearer little boy uh Ella's brother Luca was mm-hmm. their flower man <laughs> and Hannah's sister Naomi was their ring bearer which I think is really really sweet Super cute. Super, super cute. Other big details we have. I don't know if you have details on it exactly, but I have I photos of their wedding cake. Ooh. Which, from what I can tell, this looks possibly some form of, like, chocolate bunt cake with a chocolate frosting or icing dripping down with, like, and that was accented with flowers from their wedding. Do you know exactly what it was? Um. So, I don't think they did, like, a cake ceremony of any kind. It was just while they were dancing, guests were encouraged to visit their dessert table, which mm-hmm. is a bunch of treats. The cake was a gluten-free bunt cake, chocolate on chocolate. There we go. There you go. Um, I was on the right track. You were on the right track. <laughs> I know what a cake looks it, like. <laughs> it had some kind of, you know, dietary specification. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. It probably had like a f- few family and friends that needed gluten-free. So like, let's just make our cake gluten-free. Exactly. It looked amazing. 
right? Um, it was really cute. Um, other food. Yeah, talked about talked about food to me. Um, they did a cocktail hour. That um, this list of stuff that's on here. Just a couple examples of it was. Um, this is a quote from one of them about it. <laughs> it's just a lot of quotes. Um, every bite of food from the cocktail hour filet mignon bites. The orgasmic options on the dessert table. Yeah. Um, example. One of the items they gave was banana pie, banana cream pie cups. Cute. Very cute. Um, was special and delicious. Reflects the couple of the meal, which was served family style. Uh, they've been there, done that advice for couples planning. Never serve drinks without serving food at the same time. We made yeah. sure to have cocktails, mocktails, and food available at all times. Smart. Really, really smart. I think the final food stuff was a lot of weddings do like a late night treat. Yes. Oh my and god. And they did two. They did one. They, did, the rep- they rep- did one to represent Hannah and one to represent Ella. Should I do Ella's first? You know which was my favorite. Is that Hannah's? It is Hannah's. So they did a little late night treat that people could have there or they could take them on the road with them as they left. Um, So Ella's was a spin on a Disney Dole Whip. Oh, right. Which is super, super cute. A nice refreshing treat at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. But I think we were both very taken with Hannah's. (laughs) Yes. Hannah's at the moment with baked potatoes. Baked potatoes potatoes i have nothing but respect for this it was like i think specifically taco baked potatoes oh my god so like i'm assuming like do it yourself fill up your taco baked situation so good because here's the thing even if you're not like overindulging you know you've been at a party you've been in the sun it's in california it's hot you've had a couple of drinks you've been dancing you're tired and like be like a little tipsy at the end of the night. Right. So something nice and carby and saturated is going to be really good for you. Right. Super, super great. Thinking of everything. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I think maybe the only other piece like, of business. Piece, piece of business, you know, without just being like, we could spend like three hours pouring over every single detail, but like, I don't know that anyone else wants to hear that. <laughs> um, but I guess the last sort of uh, little thing was it's their first dance, which they decided to do a first dance. Not everyone does anymore, but um, they picked the song Higher by Rihanna, <laughs> and which seems like a weird choice. But the reasoning is that they both drunkenly sang it to each other during their first date. Um, she so said, over the course of the year, they nervously practiced dancing, looking up tutorials on YouTube, trying to waltz, and then they just ended up having a lot of fun, not thinking about steps, and still, but still got a couple of spins and dips in there, which is really sweet. Very sweet. Um, as always, we'll have an Instagram post with this episode, but we'll tag things like their vendors and everything, mm-hmm. so you can, if you want to do a deep dive into this wedding, which you should, because it was stunning, you can, like, go through everybody that's tagged and look right. at all the posts from the big weekend if you live in california or the bay area right. and you're planning a wedding Carmel by the here's some you. stuff for you right i don't know exactly yeah should we uh take a pause let's take a little bit of a let's break let's take a pause we're back we back we got internet content we have internet content we both tried to find some internet content that like was relevant to hannah and ella but um nope nope um so we have other stuff yeah but um i have something for us not a quiz something that we did more of like early on Mm -hmm. i think where we had like lists and stuff and articles um just stuff to react to essentially versus like an actual quiz which you know not that we don't react to quizzes too oh we react hard 
right? But this is specifically things to react to. Um, so this is one is um, completely absurd things that people have asked members of their wedding party to do that made me say, is Ugh. that allowed? People get wild. <laughs> Let's um, get into it. So here we go. The bride asked me to gain 20 pounds because my bridesmaid's dress was a smaller size than her wedding dress. Absolutely fucking not. I laughed, assuming it was a joke. Over the next three months, she used every single conversation we had to slip in some comment about a great new junk food restaurant that I just had to try. Anyway, I go to pick up my bridesmaid dress and she had taken it upon herself to order a size up. When I asked her about it, she accused me of not keeping up my end of the deal, then accused me of trying to ruin her wedding. Cue her screaming at me with tears and snot running down her face. I dropped out, haven't spoken to her since, and have no regrets. I predict this is something I'll say about many of these, which is block that number, set that dress on fire, never speak to this person again. How do you know them in the first place? Asked her to gain weight so that... She'd be skinnier than all of her bridesmaids. There's so much to unpack there, that's, and I hate all of it. Yeah, that's really gross. That's awful. Um, That's like a fairy tale Wicked Witch of like, gotta make you fat. Ah, it's super awful. It's super weird. Like in some internalized, deep-seated like fat phobia about herself where she's like, I have to be the skinniest person here. That's... Yeah. All right. What's next? (laughs) Um, A friend of mine was asked to make 216 cupcakes for her friend's wedding because the couple wanted to keep it cheap. They didn't even pay for the ingredients. No, they can do that themselves. If they want to keep it cheap, that's when you do things yourselves. Yeah. You don't exploit your friends. I hope this person said no. I hope so. I hope they never spoke to them again. Details, right? Block that number. Yep. I once had a client ask me if the church would let her repaint the whole interior because she wanted it white, not cream. Dear the church, block that number. (sighs) All of the bridesmaids were going to wear matching earrings, but I told them that my ears aren't pierced. One of the bridesmaids told me that I shouldn't ruin the wedding and should get my ears pierced as soon as possible. I was 30 years old at the time. Zero chance of me piercing my ears for somebody's wedding. What's wrong with people? Also, take those earrings, find a crafter, and get them converted to clip-ons. Right. If it's so important to you. If you need to. them to all have them, you can, like, we can convert these to clip-ons for you. Would you wear them then? Probably. Yeah. I know a lot of people that wear clip-on, like, really nice-looking clip-on earrings because they don't have pierced ears and don't want to pierce their ears. No. But still like, you know, the idea of putting something on. People are wild. They're wild. Wildin'. Ugh. I was told to color my hair so that I wouldn't take away attention from the bride. I'm the only one who has to spend the extra $400. No wig allowed. I have questions about this. Right? Not that I find it okay, but like, what Did she have color like, was the person's hair? Right? Like, maybe she had like alternative colored hair, you know, like maybe she had blue hair or something like that. And the bride was like, people will be looking at you and not me. So you need to color your hair brown. I like that it's brown, too. Brown. Brown. I don't like that. I understand maybe not wanting, you know, wanting that color scheme. But also, I'm like, I don't know. So head also, wrapping, something else. There were other options that were offered right, from this person. If you're person. going to insist that their hair is distracting. But let's break that down, right? too. Like, <sighs> we, 
this is the same as like dress codes for work where they're like, you can't have blue hair. Why does my blue hair stop me from doing my job? Right. Does it somehow make me less effective as a worker? You're not going to get jobs with hair like that. I've gotten every job I've interviewed for. What's your point, Brenda? Right? Ugh. I Brenda's my name. We know lots of nice Brendas. We know a lot of really nice Brendas. <laughs> Jared. There we go. Um... My sister asked me if my son could be her ring bearer and my daughter her flower girl. The day of the wedding, my cousin showed up with her daughter dressed as a flower girl and my other cousin with her son dressed as the ring bearer. They both claimed that my mom had asked them as well. When my sister confronted our mom, she admitted she did it because she thought their kids would look cuter. So here's the thing. As a parent or as anybody who's financially contributing to the event... You don't get to make calls on what that day looks like. That in itself is awful for other reasons, but like yeah. you don't get to make those calls. All right, you hear all these stories all the time of like parents like trying to assert their way mm-hmm. in like their kids' weddings. First of all, the people are getting married, probably not children, they're adults. Yep. So they get to make those decisions themselves. Even if you're paying for stuff, you don't get to make those choices. You don't get to make those choices. Right? Especially when it comes to who's in your wedding party, who's invited. And, and also which of your grandchildren are cuter. <laughs> My God, that's so ah, gross. That's disgusting. Right? Ugh. Yikes. God almighty. Okay. Right. I was I was surprised when a newer, not super close friend asked me to be a bridesmaid in her wedding. A week later, I received an odd email from her. Apparently, her mother was furious that she had asked a non-Catholic to serve as a bridesmaid. No, 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 And she no, asked no, 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 if no. I'd mind no. not discussing my religion during the wedding. No. The wedding. It wouldn't have come up anyway, as I'm not that religious. I asked the friend if it would be easier if I just went as a guest, as not to cause a problem. And she asked if I'd consider converting to Catholicism. Block that Jesus jumpers number. We'd been friends for like six months and we're not that close anyway. Stunned, I told her I couldn't. So the wedding weird. the wedding also was called off shortly after that because the bride, interestingly enough, became pregnant and she and the fiance eloped. There's a whole lot there and it's all <laughs> That was alarming. a soap opera. That was... That was like a Roman Catholic dynasty storyline. That was a lot. <sighs> Some of my husband's co-workers are all in the same wedding coming up in a few weeks. The bride requested that all of the groomsmen grow a mullet. No. No. She wanted them to have mullets. No. Here's the thing. Nothing wrong with a mullet. No. That's a really no. strange request. No. Like, we have some friends with mullets that look great. Yeah. That's a really weird request. so weird. That's like if we had a wedding party and we were like, all right, if you've got short hair, you're growing a mullet. If you've got long hair, you have to shave side of your head, get a nice side undercut. Weird requests to make of people. Super weird. I feel like just in general, somebody's in your wedding party. It is not within any of your rights whatsoever to ask someone to change anything about their physical appearance. No. Or apparently their religion or their spirituality. Oh my God. Would you consider uh, converting to Catholicism for my wedding? I've only known you for six months, but maybe you changed your religion for me. Inappropriate. Oh boy. Inappropriate. Um, I was a bridesmaid for a friend. 
I didn't care about paying for the bridesmaid dress or having to drive and pay for myself to eat at the rehearsal dinner. I was there to support my buddy and her decision to take that step in her relationship. However, I did not know that after the rehearsal dinner, I would be up until almost 4 a.m. making individual goodie bags for 150 plus wedding guests the day before the Why wasn't wedding. that already done? Why wasn't that already done? Why wasn't that something that they'd planned to do like a week in advance? We're like, hey, we've got to put all together all these little gift bags for the guests. We're going to have goodie bag party essentially and have your wedding yep. party because that's that's fine that's and normal. that's a normal thing to do being like help us stuff gift bags and you come over you spend the day you have snacks you have mimosas or something right and you make a train you have chocolate in the bag soap in the bag <laughs> ribbon on the bag got it in the bag yeah <laughs> <laughs> get ready for weird gift bags apparently oh, truly <laughs> Chocolate and soap side by side so that the chocolate tastes like soap and the soap is a little chocolatey. (laughs) It's all weird. It's all good. It's all in a paper bag. Mm. I was a flower girl when I was five and the bride told me that if I wanted to be in the wedding, I had to get the stitches in my chin removed first. What? I remember being chased around the house before the bride's father and my mother teamed up to hold an ice cube to my chin and then removed my stitches. No. I may never forgive them even 17 years later. Yeah. What the actual? That, you gotta go to a doctor for that. You don't just remove stitches whenever you want to. No. You have stitches in your chin, so we're gonna have to take those out because it's gonna ruin my wedding. Also, that's not a conversation you sit down and have with a child. If you're like, hey, listen, I understand your kid is a kid and got in an accident on their bike and has some right? stitches. We just don't want that in their photos. We're going to swap out with another niece or nephew. Right. But also the parent was like, okay. That's and like was like messed teamed up, up and held down by both the bride's father and this child's mother. That's really messed up. To like forcibly remove stitches from a five-year-old's face. That's messed up. That's don't have children. If someone makes that request of you and your child and you go along with it, don't have children. Ugh. I was in a wedding where I showed up to the rehearsal dinner and the bridesmaids, not the groomsmen, were expected to put together the decorations and set up. We were not told about this ahead of time. So only the bridesmaids, the groomsmen weren't expected to help out with this setup. Nope. But also they weren't told about it beforehand. You show up all quaffed and ready to go and you're like, time to do some manual labor. Because you didn't know that that was expected. Right? At the rehearsal dinner? Weird. Weird. But it sounds like rehearsal dinner, the groomsmen would have been there too. But the groomsmen were like told, just hang out, ladies, set up. Weird. Weird. My college best friend gave me, in her words, a very distinct honor. Instead of walking down the aisle with the groomsmen like the other bridesmaids, I would be walking with her chihuahua. One of us had on a beautiful custom dress made from the bride's veil material. One of us rented the runway. I'm confused by all of that. Yep. Definitely the dog, in case it wasn't clear, the dog was wearing a dress made out of the bride's veil. I That was not clear to me. Um, cool. What else you got? I have a couple more. Oh boy. Um, I'm plus sized and my friend picked a bridesmaid dress for us that only came in junior mm. sizes. Also junior sizes? I had to pay and then dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign to get it altered to fit. I was an unemployed college student at the time and it was really demoralizing. That's awful. 
Right? That's, again, this is where it's like, okay, you pick a bridesmaid dress and it's the same dress for everybody because you want it to be uniform. If you're going to do that, and it's fine if you do that, if you're able to find a dress that is nice and works on all of it, you have to take into consideration that your wedding party doesn't all have the same body. Nope. You're like, I tried it on and it looked great. So they're all going to wear it. I'm like, well, they maybe don't all have the same body as you. Right. Whether they're skinnier, they're plus size, they're tall, they're really short. Like, that's gross. That's awful. Also, junior sizes. Right. I'm sorry. What are you up to? What? People aren't okay. Do some weightlifting. <laughs> I'm just saying. What you got? I was asked to wear a wig because my hair was distracting and would put all the attention away from the bride. Just general bridezillas. If you are so consistently concerned with people around you taking away attention from you... Go to therapy. Yep. Take a class. Get to know yourself. Go to therapy. That is clear... That is, that, you have some stuff you need to work that through. That is fully a therapy thing. You're like, they're gonna show me up. Be like, okay, so let's maybe, maybe go talk to someone about why one you feel like Okay, not that you need to be the center of attention. It is your wedding. But that you feel like somehow you're going to be upstaged by other people. And somehow at your wedding, they're going to be paying attention to bridesmaid number six, you know? Right. Because they're they're not. It's nope. your wedding. They're going to be looking at you. Yep. Okay. Nonsense. Ugh. Finally, we were expected to dedicate an entire week to the wedding festivities. And then... Another week for the second reception in another state. Jesus Christ. Gross. People suck. People suck so much. Well, that was a lot. That was a lot. Thank you for that. And I can only hope that we are not those people at any point in time. I hope so. I really hope so. And like... I hope we're just fun. Right? I... I don't think we're going to be making any requests of people that are going to be obscene. Right. If we're making requests of people, of our friends, we're paying them. Right. I've done enough, like, industry weddings and small weddings and whatnot where I'm like, yeah, you can save money by getting your friends to contribute to stuff by, like, at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want our wedding to be a stressful day in which everybody hates us after. And there was weird trauma afterwards because someone had a low blood sugar episode and screamed at somebody right everyone's gonna be well fed you yeah <laughs> so we've got a quiz too all right because that one... was i'm hoping this quiz is gonna just like kind of like de-escalate the aggression <laughs> that that i mean like it will was. but first we need to do a disclaimer oh would you like to handle this disclaimer oh yes yeah so i, I i've been i know what the quiz is at yes. the time um so here at Marriage Guys, we just want to make it very clear that we do not condone homophobia, or obviously, right. transphobia, um, in any way, shape, or form. In fact, we celebrate all different shapes and forms and are aware that the world is big and diverse and not necessarily encapsulated by what's represented in this home. Exactly. And anyone who speaks otherwise can go pee their pants. Go pee your pants. Um, all this say, we support... The, our, the entirety of our, our LGBTQ2S plus family in every way, shape, and form. Mm-hmm. With that in mind, the quiz we have for today. The title is, It's kind of weird, but your wedding dress preferences reveal your true Hogwarts house. 
You understand the disclaimer now, yes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got some wedding dresses, which I get to describe. Yeah, because that's definitely everyone's favorite, right? When we just well, describe outfits, right? Here's the thing. I thought it was weird and annoying, but I think people are into it. It's the right? general feedback I've gotten. <laughs> Yo, what are you up to? Right? You enjoy these people that don't come from fashion backgrounds. Like, aren't idiots, but right. like, don't come from fashion backgrounds trying to describe fashion. Here's the dress. It's pretty. Here's another dress, also pretty. <laughs> let's get into this. All right, so do it. first dress, Gorgina, um, bohemian A-line skirt situation. All right, we've got a bit of an ivory bone color, some lace floral detailing, and a swoopy like bat wing sleeve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And you got like a general sliding scale that starts at ew, disgusting. Starts in the middle is it's okay. Should I? Or goes so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna to go. I'm gonna go like halfway between it's okay and so beautiful. Okay. Because it's not the most glamorous, beautiful thing I've ever seen, but it's definitely it's beautiful. Very pretty. I would wear this. Oh yeah. Ugh. And then we got this situation. <laughs> I feel like my decisions been made for me. Um, strapless, low V-neck. Some kind of like, you know, 80s napkin arranging at like fine dining restaurants like when there's swans? a Yeah. It kind of looks like that. It's white. It's oh, got it some does. lace detailing. It looks like maybe is a napkin in someone's collar for some reason. To be clear, not a swan arrangement, but definitely a napkin arrangement. There's a napkin energy here. Um, I'm going to go about three quarters of the way to nope, not for me. Not Excellent. all the ways because it's not... Ooh like a horrifyingly ugly dress it's just like mm, why this one full length white long sleeve not a padded shoulder but like a pointed disney villain shoulder oh cool a rush like a ruched waistline mm. full like high neckline oh train that looks like a cape oh yeah i'm gonna say like this is an absolutely that's a great gina that's beautiful that is um, slick. Right? We have a less elegant bohemian style dress than the first one that we liked. Okay. Uh, it is like a bone ivory lace overlay over like a nude illusion style dress. Full length, long swoopy sleeves, mm-hmm. head piece. Like not even <sighs> the wedding dress is by anthropology. Like a wedding dress you find no. in free people. Yeah. This is... The nude illusion is not good. It's not it. I'm going... Not quite all the way to nah, but like almost there. Mm-hmm. To be clear, the um, the scale descriptors for no and yes are different every time. And they're very fun. <laughs> this one, I'm about this life. This is a strapless sweetheart neckline. Okay. It is white. It has some beautiful like ruching gathering details at the waistline. It is a full length dress with a bit of a train and a top of the thigh princess slit oh that's beautiful elegante elegante oh my god real Muy quick elegante. The, sca- the scale goes from ooh, we like to is a no for me dog <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go like three quarters of the way to ooh, we like it's so pretty oh wow this is the situation um we've got a high neck victorian style neckline it is strapless with a bit of a sweetheart situation but then has like lace overlay and like a weird nude illusion style it is fully white 
It is long, but with like a, it's a mullet style skirt a where it's like knee length style. in the front and long in the high back. Low? Yeah. High low is the word I was looking for, but I went mullet style because I got mullets on the brain now. Um, I'm saying like, get that away from me. Yeah. That's, that's a really the hard no. not nice looking. Yikes. Oh, this one's cute. It is a strapless kind of like Ella's neckline. It is strapless, but it is a very deep V-neck mm. with a noodle illusion. It has a very tasteful lace overlay, kind of like in a floral style, but also just kind of looks like little snowflakes on a dress. There's mm. a bit of a like champagne dress underneath, but it's very, very okay. subtle. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Pretty. I'm going to say... Woodwear. I'm going to say like just over halfway to... Oh my god, yes! Sure. Full length princess skirt. No detailing on the skirt. Top looks like a fully different piece, but it's very clearly a dress. It's not two pieces. It is a cap sleeve. Somewhere in between like a v-neck and a sweetheart neckline that the top is all just lace. It's all white. It looks like the weird dress Uh, that like... These look like character who grew up overnight in a teen drama would wear to their wedding and you're like what up here this is this looks like two different dresses yes this this here's the thing the top half had a potential but the bottom half makes no sense yep i'm saying please just stop please just stop <sighs> okay 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 <gasps> okay so 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 here's where we get into the like ooh, if we had some kind of fashion background this would be easier because it's gorgeous a white dress Shimmery, full length, an angled off the shoulder situation. Oh. And uh, long sleeves that kind of hit like into the hand. An empire waist, but the top piece is slouchy. Oh. Yeah. That's that's this real is neat. Interesting. I didn't I didn't know what to, to expect from the description. Like that's almost if you just this is like the most elegant sweatsuit. You I was just gonna for. say if you saw it just from like the waist up, you would think that she was just wearing like a really like fancy sweater. I'm gonna screenshot this and put it into our stories of hey, can Olivia have this? Which some of y'all are nice about, some of y'all get salty about. It's true because that's beautiful. Um, I'm gonna say like almost so perfect. Oh. Last one. Oh, wow. Okay, so last one. This is some Gossip Girl, Serena Vanderwoods, and Nude Illusion drag queen nonsense. We've got full white, strapless, big old, like, to the belly button v-neck Nude Illusion situation. Okay, Jennifer Lopez. Lace floral detailing that includes a... I think there might be like a very, very invisible strap because there's also just like a section of fabric on the shoulder that looks unattached. Okay. And also some like wristlet detailing. Okay. The deepest of princess slits all the way up to the side of the hip. So it's deep slit in every direction. This time. Oh my. A situation. That. A situation. Was trying to be high fashion in some kind of like runway model way. And I don't think they succeeded. A situation. The options are, what is that? No. And so sexy. We love it. I'm going to say, what is that? I'm going to go almost to what is that? No. Right. A choice. You are Slytherin. Yeah. You're resourceful, cunning, and one step ahead, you're often misunderstood. Well, that was accurate. That was fun. That's fun. That was fun. And that worked out well because 
Slytherin. Same. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. That was a fun episode. That was a fun episode. Um, as usual, there we will post um, an Instagram set of slides that has pictures from both Ella's wedding, Ella and Hannah's wedding, Ella's yes. wedding, it's just Ella's wedding. Um, we'll have pictures, some of our favorite features from there. Um, we will tag as many of their vendors as we possibly can. Yes. So you can tap through and find those. They're stunning. They're stunning. Um, we will put the quiz in our link in bio. And as a reminder, we will also be posting um, our sample letter slash rephrase it for a phone call mm-hmm. email to send to a local representative. Um, please help us in the fight for climate justice. Yes. You've got one planet. Let's let's do better for it. The ocean was on fire this week. Let's the not ocean let that was again. on fire this week. <laughs> Which I just laugh at every time. <laughs> trauma laugh for you. Olivia has developed a good trauma laugh over the last year and a half. So <laughs> that's where we are in the state of the world. Um, but you can find all those posts on our Instagram. Our yes. handle is Marriage Guys. Uh, same handle you can find us on TikTok, where once in a blue moon we'll post something stupid. Yes. Um, mostly I just sit there lurking mm-hmm. and watching other people on TikTok. Uh, once in a blue moon, you can also see us uh, pick a fight with strangers and yeah. friends on Twitter at Marriage Guys Pod. And as always, if you have anything uh, further you want to yell at us about that is too long for an, a DM, you can send us an email uh, to marriageguys23 at gmail.com. How marvelous and to the point. Thank you. We're getting so good at this. Thank you. And if you haven't done it already, um, you can give us another follow over at our mother yes. channel, Podcat Nation. Yes. Exactly. It sounds Podcat Nation. Uh, which is our brand new podcast network with um, lots of new shenaniganery and content coming your way very, very soon. Exactly. Give us a check out. You know what I mean. Check us out. Check us out, baby. Check us out, baby. Well, on that note, for better or worse, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.